0: I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Olivia Chavez about her ceremony at Grand Destino Tower and her reception at the Lantana Rooms at Coronado Springs Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. so welcome, Olivia
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks so much for being on the show today. So I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney.
1: I come from a family that's always you know gone to Disney pretty much every year, and when I was younger, I believe somebody, probably my grandma brought it up to me once that oh you know there's the wedding pavilion you could get married here one day
0: and i remember i even
1: found my diary from when i was 11 years old and i had written in there that i'm going to get married at disney one day it kind of fell off my radar as i got older because i didn't think it would be affordable but when i got engaged and i ended up getting my husband into disney as well so we both wanted to look into it and it was surprisingly comparable to having a wedding locally so
0: that's awesome. So then were your friends and family surprised that you were actually going to have a Disney wedding?
1: I don't think anybody was surprised, <laughs> but they're all very excited. It was a good excuse for all of them to take their own Disney trip. So
0: That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip?
1: I believe we invited about 120 and we had about 100 people attend. So that was pretty good.
0: Wow, that's great. Did you set up a room block for your guests?
1: We did. We had a room block at The Coronado, which is where we got married and that was that kind of went into the decision. We we wanted to get married where everyone could stay, just to have everybody close by and not need transportation and stuff. And another reason we chose The Coronado is because in my opinion, I think it is the most deluxe moderate resort. Like it's very it seems very high end compared to the other moderate resorts and it's also a very large resort and we just wanted to make sure that like As many guests as possible, there was room for everybody, you know, especially if anybody like wanted to book last minute outside of the room block or anything. And then we also had All-Star Resort as an option. We wanted a, a more affordable option for the rest of our family. Oh, that's
0: great. Okay. So then how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event?
1: We did Friday evening. I definitely wanted an evening wedding because I didn't want to have to wake up at, you know, 3am or even midnight to start getting my hair and makeup done and it was just kind of easier for all the guests. We picked Friday because it was actually the Friday before Martin Luther King Day so a lot of people had that day off of work and we thought you know if we have the wedding Friday then we can give our guests like a three-day weekend at Disney.
0: Oh that's cool okay so how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues?
1: We chose the Grand Destino Tower as our ceremony venue because. My husband is actually Mexican-American and we wanted our decor to have like that, that Mexican feel and the Coronado, I, I believe it's like Spanish, Mesoamerica, Southwest, all that combined, but it definitely had the look that we wanted. So we didn't need to spend as much on like other decor to give it the look that we wanted.
0: Very cool. And then I guess you chose the Lantana rooms because they were nearby?
1: I wasn't too picky on the reception area that was kind of recommended to me by the planner because it it fit the size of our group and it was nearby and it was actually one of the newer rooms that I believe it's the only one maybe not the only one but it's a part of that new remodel when they did the tower so it was very nice
0: that's great did you use the patio there also
1: i believe um i guess used it for pre-reception but actually our our weather ended up being very chilly and very windy so i'm not 100% sure if if anybody stayed out there <laughs>
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Did you use any outside vendors for your event?
1: We did. We used Michelle Laxen for photography. We used, I believe it's Martel Events for my dress steaming and his suit steaming. Oh, and fairytale hair and makeup for hair and makeup.
0: Got it. Okay. How did you choose your officiant?
1: So our officiant was actually my mom's best friend. So she is a pastor and it just, it made sense for us. She was a perfect fit. That's great.
0: Did you guys add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or the reception?
1: We didn't actually. I think the only thing that might count as entertainment is we had like the churro flambe action station. But other than that, we just had, you know, like a a standard DJ.
0: I see. Okay. What musician did you have at the ceremony? We had a violinist. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors that you could recommend?
1: Yeah. So I actually have a gluten allergy. I'm not celiac. So I, I believe that does make a difference because if you have celiac, I think you need to go through the Aaron McKenna's bakery. But if it's just a sensitivity, you can get your cake made at the Grand Floridian where they make all the others. And when I was speaking with my planner, you know, I mentioned, I was like, hey, I'm gluten free. I don't know if you have any flavor recommendations with that in mind. And She mentioned that the lemonade flavor is extra moist, and I don't know if you're familiar with gluten-free, but gluten-free tends to be a little on the dry side. So I thought, you know, we'll pick a cake flavor that's more moist, and we did the lemonade with the strawberries and cream frosting, and it was amazing. Probably my favorite thing I ate that day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any savory items from your menu you would recommend?
1: We did our menu based off of, we asked for like, you know, some menu favorites from both the Toledo restaurant and the Three Bridges restaurant, and I don't remember anything specific other than that it was all good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys add any other events around your day, like a dessert party or a welcome party?
1: We didn't, actually. We did a rehearsal dinner at Three Bridges, but disclaimer, we didn't actually like, Reserve it ahead of time because I don't, I don't know if they allow you to, but after the rehearsal, we did go down to Three Bridges and said, Hey, do you have room for 40 people? And they initially told us no, but when we mentioned that we were with Disney Fairytale Weddings, they said, Okay, <laughs> uh-huh. we'll, we'll save this area for you guys. And that was, that was a really beautiful night.
0: Wow, that's lucky. Yeah. Did you guys have any kind of a theme or colors for your wedding?
1: Yeah, so. Since my husband and his family, they're Mexican American. We really wanted to incorporate that in the wedding. So we really leaned into sort of like a, you know, like a Mexican theme. We tried to pick colors to match like the Destino Tower. So we had gold and pinks and reds.
0: That's great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran?
1: Yeah. So I believe I woke up probably somewhere around 8am and Hair and makeup started around nine or ten and my bridesmaids started to join me in the, we reserved a suite in the the casino tower just for that day. So everybody could join me there. And then we did a first look was around 2 PM and we also did our vows at that time. We did private vows and then we went to do like our bride and groom portraits, our bridal party portraits. And that probably lasted till about 4 p.m. When they had to, like you know, hide me away, and the guests started arriving. And then the ceremony was at 5 p.m. We had a very short ceremony. We we wanted it short, just so that everybody's not. I know sometimes ceremonies can be like really long. We didn't want to bore anybody, (laughs) Um, but also, like I mentioned before, the day ended up being. I think it was about 50 degrees, if not colder with a very strong wind and so i think we rushed it a little bit because everybody looked pretty miserable outside (laughs) so the ceremony was over pretty quickly and then from there everybody went to pre-reception we were hidden away again for our like grand entrance to the reception and then i'm not sure i was probably around six or seven when we entered for our reception and had dinner and we danced and i believe everything lasted till about 11 p.m
0: got it okay so when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event where you focused your attention or your budget?
1: I would say the number one thing was photography and videography, because I've, I've heard people say that, you know, when the day's all over, that's the one thing that you have left. So it's a good idea to invest in that. Michelle Laxen did an incredible, incredible job, super grateful for her and everything she captured. Um, so that was definitely a good investment. Also, we we focused a lot on the food because both our families are, you know, we love to eat. And that was another good investment. And then lastly, I would say maybe, maybe floral. Just because, you know, to get it that wedding feel. We had very small like centerpieces and stuff because everything was, the floral was like the centerpiece and the decorations. We didn't really have decor outside the floral. I see. Okay.
0: So then what aspects were less important? Were you saved your money or just your effort?
1: Number one would be wedding favors. Um, we didn't do any wedding favors, and I don't think anyone noticed or missed it, especially for destination weddings. Like a lot of people don't want anything that they got to take home or add to their suitcase or try not to break on the way home. Also, I would say this, just all the extras. We just kept things like very simple. There was no, no extra events, no extra entertainment. And I think our guests actually appreciated that because we live in Michigan. So a lot of our guests had to travel really far and a lot of it was already overwhelming to begin with. So I thought simple worked well for us.
0: That's wonderful. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day?
1: My favorite part of the day was actually our first dance. We spent about six months before the wedding taking dance lessons. And it was really fun to, like, see it all come together. And I feel like it was the moment during the day where, like, you know, we had our moment. The two of us had our moment together. Everybody kind of faded away. And it really felt like, like, oh, this is my wedding day. So (laughs) That's
0: great. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
1: Yeah. So we actually had one fairly significant incident that went wrong. So after the ceremony, after we had exited, the planner led me and my husband inside, and um, they were supposed to dismiss the rest of our guests, and they were supposed to go to the pre-reception area, but I don't know what the miscommunication was. I think a big part of it probably had to do with the fact everybody was freezing, so they were all just trying to rush inside, but everybody ended up following us and kind of, like, stampeded us, and we were all condensed in this, like, narrow uh, hallway, and I had like a very long dress and a long train and everything. And I started getting bumped and pushed around. It was almost like black Friday shopping (laughs) and everybody's like trying to say hi and congratulations. And next thing I know I, somebody got caught on my veil and I I don't know if it was one of my guests or it could have been just like a resort guest because this hallway was also like it wasn't blocked off for just that. So there were other people walking through the area and I got like a, big tug like right on the back of my veil and it was really embedded in my in my hair so my neck kind of snapped back and I lost my footing and I fell all the way onto the floor and of course I cracked my head on the on the ceramic floor um and then of course like Disney protocol they had to get everybody out of there I wasn't allowed to move until the the paramedics came and I had to be I had to be cleared and everything you know if I had to follow all the procedures and um I ended up getting a mild concussion, but thankfully it didn't like affect the rest of the night. I felt great. I was happy. The adrenaline was there. But looking back on the pictures, I can actually see that one of my pupils was a little bigger than the other. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was funny, too, because when the paramedics came, they said that they had on their little radar or whatever their screen is, it said bride fallen, and they couldn't believe it because they'd never seen that before. <laughs> And they actually brought me a little, um, a little stuffed Dalmatian that said the Reedy Creek Fire Department. So I had that to take home with me as a memory. And I actually, I'm not too sad about it. Like it, like everything was fine. They handled it great. They actually ended up refunding me a portion of my venue fee because they felt responsible for not having proper crowd control. Hmm. The biggest bummer of it though was it ended up wasting like a whole hour that by this because I had to wait for the paramedics and get cleared and that was like my time that was scheduled with Michelle for our golden hour photos so we missed out on the golden hour photos and um, that was supposed to be like our family photos too and it got dark outside so we ended up having to do family photos inside but I don't know if you're familiar with the Coronado they actually in the entrance they have in the Destino Tower area they have this beautiful lantern wall and we ended up taking all our family portraits in front of that and I love how they turned out. So in the end, I'm grateful for that, too. <laughs> oh, that's
0: wonderful. Oh, my goodness. So then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or maybe you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal?
1: I mean, I would just say, like, the the day in general. I'm, I'm somebody who can be, like, overly anxious and, like, want to control every little detail. And I kind of felt like, like, before the day, I kind of felt like I had to be on top of everything. And I realized that, you know, as the day went on, that the Disney was, you know, they were handling everything perfectly. And if there was a mistake, they were going to make everything right. So just knowing that is, I wish I would have believed it before the day. But I mean, I'm happy that in the end, I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I don't think so.
1: I am I'm very happy with how the the day went.
0: That's great. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples?
1: Yeah, I would say if you're on the fence about having a smaller wedding versus a larger wedding, I would recommend the smaller wedding. I mean, everybody probably has a different idea of what is small, but we we tried to go as small as possible. My husband has a huge family, so we had about 30 guests for mine and about 70 were his, but it, it was pretty much just immediate family. And that was really nice because there's other people that you would like to have there that you also care about. But when you keep it small with just the immediate family, like you can give more attention to those people that mean a lot more. Like I had guests that had traveled like really far from Brazil and Vietnam and Slovakia. And it was, it was really special for me to like not feel like I had to cater to somebody I don't see as, you know, see as often that I just felt like I had to invite to my wedding. Like I could give my attention to the people that mattered most. And another thing that I think a piece of advice I would give is that I think a lot of people when it comes to wedding day, especially the bride, like they put emphasis on finding like the perfect one, whether it's the venue, the dress, the whatever it may be. It's like there's this idea that there's one perfect match. And I don't think that that's true either. I think that there's probably several venues that you could have a perfect day at. There's probably hundreds of dresses that could be your perfect dress. And I think keeping that in mind eliminates a lot of the stress of wedding planning as well. That's a
0: really good point. I remember when I was looking for my gown, I tried on so many of them and I decided instead of trying to find the one, I was going to find the one that dot 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 and then decide what that criteria was. But like you say, for anything, a venue or your bouquet, maybe you can't find inspiration for the bouquet that you think would be absolutely perfect. So if you pick a criterion to narrow it down to yeah that's a great tip that really helps you kind of it makes it less overwhelming when you're choosing things
1: yeah like there's it kind of takes away the pressure like there's not just one one decision that you have to figure it out it's like you can choose this or that one and you'll be just as happy
0: (laughs) that's great advice well olivia i think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at walt disney world and i appreciate you taking the time
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun.
0: That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, disneyweddingpodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.